Rascal Flats. I, and yes, that was the best version of Rascal thong. Flats I could do. Guys, an ambulance to the tune of Life is a Highway. <laughs> Guys, this is Urgent Care. I'm Joel Kim Booster. I'm Mitra Johari. And we're here to help you. We've It's been a while. It has. Mitra. For us, it's been a while. For you guys, it's a been normal but a week. programming. Just it's a been normal week. It's been a week. For us, it's been, what, several? <laughs> several <laughs> weeks. And as you can tell from the disaster that was that opening, we um, forgot how to podcast. We did. Um, Which we is fun been- for the audience because I do feel like a big cornerstone of our show is sort of the meta nature of people watching two people figure out how to do a podcast. And we've gotten too comfortable. And we got too comfortable. And that's why we had to t- we had to step away and step then away. come back like virgins. Oh, it's like we, yes. it's our hymen regrew. I yes, I I famously get my hymen reconstructed constantly <laughs> so that every time I I do fuck, I it feels like brand new for my boyfriend. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> um how's it going? It's going well. Um I I don't I today something magical happened to me. I, I was like, about to take a sip of water and I And then you paused. You you were so excited. You don't even know the nature of it. I I guarantee you it was not worth waiting to take a sip of your water because you will not be spitting. I'm so scared. You're, you just you were like, I can't do a spit take. <laughs> I was recognized at a Chipotle. Uh, <laughs> and you did you did spit, but not for <laughs> It's just so much like lamer than I <laughs> yep. I mean, it is great. But, that is great. No, no, no. But it's amazing because it was the man. Beh- it was one of the um, the person who worked at the Chipotle. I did unfortunately not get his name. I was so flustered when I went in there. I was in such a bad mood, and it really did turn my day around. Because what happened was I get these dis- disgusting monster burritos with too much shit on it, as you're supposed to at Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Bad for the environment. Bad for my body. And he started. He took. He got. He grabbed a spoon and he started to mix all of the ingredients together. And I was like, oh, you don't have to do that. And he was like, no, I do. He's like, I'm a really big fan of your comedy and I want to make sure that all the ingredients are mixed well for this burrito. And I was like, oh, and it really did. It made me like drop because I feel like I had like such a a bitch face on in line at the Chipotle. And it really did make me feel a lot better. And so to that man, if you're listening, thank you for mixing the ingredients of the burrito. And I got to say, it did make the experience of eating the burrito better. I'm sure it And did. I don't understand why they don't do it for everybody. You shouldn't have to be verified on Twitter to get your <laughs> Chipotle burrito mixed on the line. Joel Kim Booster, blue collar. <laughs> I'm basically Bernie Sanders um, out here saying, let everyone get their burrito ingredients mixed. Um, and I'm sorry, I, I like wanted to chat with him more, but I, I forgot my wallet in my car. This story is now sort of spun wildly it into territory. It is unwieldy that, at this point. And now it's basically one of my stories. <laughs> Speaking of, how are you doing, Mitra? Uh, it's been a big, I mean, they'll, this is a couple weeks out for you, but this has been a big week for you. Its parents were in town. You were, as I said earlier, the first lady of the HBO special, <laughs> which is an official title that they give 
give all the wives and girlfriends of the men who have gotten HBO specials the first. You're the Chaston of. I'm a muse, of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whitmer I'm, yeah, I'm Whitmer's Chaston. <laughs> Come see Hamilton with me. <laughs> um, it was awesome. <laughs> I choked. <laughs> wow, a lot going on today. Uh, it was awesome. It was. It, I feel like I'm built to be like. Like he, he had his premiere and it was so fun, but very stressful for him for a multitude of reasons. And like, I feel like I, if you need somebody, like when you're stuck in a conversation with someone you don't want to talk to, and mm. you need someone to interfere and come up to that person and be like, Hey, so how's your week going? Go to any good restaurants? (laughs) (laughs) That is like what I was put on this earth to do. (laughs) I cannot end a conversation. I cannot like, I'm very good at starting them. I'm not good at ending Uh them. And I, if, if you are trapped, I will get you out of it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but then you will have to get me out of it. But I felt really, I was like, I was you know, just, I was, a, I felt like I was a very useful, great girl. That is, ex- that's literally the, the, what a first lady does. I was so excited to just be like, do you need water? <laughs> <laughs> that's so interesting. Wit seems so unflappable to me. Um, it's hard for me to imagine him stressed, but I guess this is a big deal. So it's a big deal. Just the culmination of 10 years yeah, of yeah, yeah. work and for very sure. emotional, but it was a very positive experience. Sure, and it was sure. so, I mean, seeing it all happen over the past couple of years and then getting to see it all come out and people were, loved it so much. Yeah. It was very cool. It's so um, cool. The Golden One on HBO. Check it out. It's you out can, now. You can stream it now. <laughs> um, I was going to say something else about something you said. Oh, it was just about like, I mean, imagine just like Pete being like, Chastin and I dropped out and Chastin has to be like, I saw Hamilton 18,000 times <laughs> and you yeah. didn't even get. <laughs> you must hate And you're Hamilton. dropping out post Super Tuesday. Have they, have they, so has Chastin done how many times can we talk about this on this podcast but I am so obsessed with it because it's like has Chastin gone to Hamilton like 30 times or have they just been promoting it I think, he, I think a he's lot? gone 30 times I think he goes every night of the week I think he's there every night sitting with a new person he should get to just like have a line in it yeah I think so they should throw him a bone I think so absolutely and this is of course <laughs> this will come out after Super Tuesday watch like Pete has like swept all the delegates he is now Actually, they've called it early. Pete he is has, our president. He has called a drone strike on me and Joel yeah. specifically for how much we, shit we have talked on this podcast. All right, before before we we upset our new president any further, um, we have to we have to get into. Oh yeah, should we say what the premise of the, the podcast is? Which I is know you know what it occurred. Do. It occurred to me that we didn't do it, but I figured at this that point, at this point, you were either gonna be on board for this. Or not. Right. So we give advice. We give advice. Uh, call in if you want advice or email us. I'm actually, I want to start doing this at the beginning of the podcast too and not just the yeah, end. Yeah, what we used to. Um, urgentcarepod at gmail.com or 323-334-0371. Leave a brief, gorgeous voicemail for us yeah. and we'll hopefully address it. two minutes. Yeah. We've gotten so many good ones. Oh my and God, yeah. So many good updates, which we'll get to right this second. <gasps> Do you want to read this first? Oh, oh no, it's, it's not. It's a voicemail. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, no urgent matters here. Okay. Just, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller situation. Also, my name's not Bill. I lied. Sorry. Um, what? Regarding your last podcast, you had a caller who was worried she was a sociopath because she was rejoicing in kind of the murder and or death of a guy who sent her a lot of dick pics 
and you kept referring to um, the other photos he would send as, I believe, lazy songs. <laughs> and I just want to put it out there that I, I think the caller had said lacy songs. Like, like Victorian lace. Like, think of like like white lacy things. Like, the, I, I'm assuming that's what the caller meant. You'll probably get a fuck ton of messages about this. Yep. But yes. the idea of a lazy song that's like really droopy or like doesn't fit well is also. Uh, interesting concept. So, yeah, that's all. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Thank you um, so much to everyone who reached out. Yes. And I, we really, really did think it was Lazy Thong. There was never a moment that it crossed my mind that they said Lacey Thong. I have to say, listening to it, when it came out, I listened to it. And I felt so stupid because I heard it immediately as Lacey Thong when she said it the second time when yeah. I was listening to it. And then for us to be like, Lazy Thong, going on and on and we, on. And we really harped on We really it. Like, did. She's we, so dumb. Yeah. And we are, we are so dumb, of course. But also, Dana, did you know that it was... Did you hear lazy thong or did you because you didn't say anything i feel i think i heard <laughs> this is dana producer dana I, okay i think i did hear lacy but i was like <laughs> wow this complicit is we literally funny. talked about it for so long okay so that is a great move as a producer um, i let it Go. I like. I, I want to actually shout out to the person who did call about this on the Reddit thread. She was like, "I did." She even oh, said really? on the Reddit thread, "She's like, I said Lacey Thaw." <laughs> and everyone on the Reddit thread that week was like, uh, also going in on us, and I felt oh. so bad. Um, yeah, but it, it's funny. Whatever. It's funny. But, it's yeah, funny I, that we're I, wrong. If you are, if you are lazy, Lacey Thong, then I apologize to you for how much we laid into you <laughs> for. Or, um, saying lazy, saying thong. lazy. I just well, we are such virgins. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, me especially. It's yeah. like uh, well, for me every as, week you become a new one. Yes, with, of course. With, with the procedure, with my, yes, I am virgin. But but to 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 have not even retained lacy thong is the first uh -uh. thing to completely to, like Victoria's uh, you know Secret what? did nothing. I don't. To me. I don't want to. I don't want to get too defensive about this. But I I'm gonna say lacy thong really is like very 2002 to me, and <laughs> we're just so modern. I don't actually like the idea of a lacy thong is so 2002, and and like we're just oh yeah 2020, just you know? a period stained Victoria's Secret two dollar pair of underwear mm -hmm. like ripped with holes the minute you try to pull right. it up your your legs. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Next, we've got. Um, uh, two more quickie updates. Two more quickies. Uh, really not about anything in particular, but something that people really felt moved to reach out to us Shockingly, about. it was yeah. wonderful. Okay. I will, why don't I read this first one? Okay. Hi, Mitra and Joel. First of all, love the podcast. I think the naming parts of the episodes are some of my favorites. Authentic, weird, and so hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. Secondly, I just listened to H&M DJ, and I also love Nora Jones. I weirdly have fond memories of listening to her first CD when I was getting an, an enormous amount of cavities filled in high school. <laughs> Incredible. Anyways, if you haven't listened to her album, Little Broken Hearts, then you should definitely check it out. It's dark and great for you when you're in a mood. Very different than her previous okay. endeavors. Thirdly, I don't have a question, but if you were to name me, please make it Condiments Queen. Well, we absolutely can't do that. We won't be doing we that. We won't be doing that. We but won't be doing that. As we as you know, we do not take requests on this. Podcast. I will be calling this person candy store because of all the cavities. <laughs> <laughs> candy with an eye, of course. Of course. <clears throat> and now we have another voicemail uh, update related. that we should that again related to we'll the address. same topic. And then we'll address everything. 
Hi, I actually don't have a question for you, too, but um, I do want you to know that while listening to your most recent podcast, uh, during which you discussed lots of things, but uh, you mentioned Nora Jones, um, uh, I was in the grocery store and Nora Jones was playing (laughs) during that podcast. (laughs) Super weird, but I'd like to know there's something that's on the air and it's um, Nora Jones flavored. I um, love you both. Thank you for everything. There could not have been more sound effects that happened. In the back of that <laughs> and that was like a really perfect like movie. <laughs> yeah. First the dog. What like she truly she is um, living in a soundboard, and I love that. Um, but I just wanted uh, I wanted to highlight both of those because I think Nora Jones is really having a powerful resurgence. Yeah. She keeps coming up. She means so much to so many people. Um, I lost you my know, virginity to her. She got, we both got cavities filled to Nora Jones. Mm, (laughs) That's pretty, that's pretty gorgeous. Oh, and no more blue humor on the podcast. Nope, none Earwolf has told us to keep things (laughs) (laughs) G-rated. JK. (laughs) Literally, they let us do whatever we want. They're so nice to us. No oversight whatsoever. (laughs) I don't think they've ever listened to an episode. Um, but um, if you know Nora Jones, um, please tell her that we love her. Yeah, let's get her on the pod, actually. <laughs> wow. If, it- if you have questions for Nora Jones, actually send those in because eventually we will get her. And then when we bank 50 questions for Nora Jones, <laughs> <laughs> we will have Nora Jones on the podcast I and just- we will pose all 50 questions. God. And it'll be bonus. You'll have to pay $50 to hear 50 questions with Nora Jones. <laughs> Last week, there was like a moment when I thought that you, or two weeks ago, that the one I thought that you had spoken personally to Nora Jones. And I'm just sort of. She's got to be around. I bet she'd do it. Let's, Dana, find out who her people are. (laughs) And while you do that, we're going to take a break. And when we get back, we'll jump back into some calls and help some people. Woo! So we're back and we just got a call from Nora Jones's lawyer asking us to please, please leave her alone. Stop sending the questions. Stop talking about Nora. She's very, very uncomfortable (laughs) with your attention. (laughs) All right. Should we give some advice? Yeah, I guess so. I guess that is ultimately the point of this podcast, um, I believe. Thanks. Here, let's do it. Hi, uh, Joel and Mitra. Um, I just recently moved to a new state about eight months ago. And uh, I'm going to have to move back now. Um, About two months into moving, I met someone. I have a boyfriend now. Um, But now since I have to move back, I don't know what to do with him. Um, He's, like, fine and I like him, but, like, not that much. And I feel kind of bad. I don't really know if it's better to um, dump him now or wait until I move back and sort of make it a smooth transition. Um, (laughs) Or if I should just settle and marry him because that's probably the best I can do oh. and it will make him happy. Um, I know he doesn't want to break up with me, but I don't necessarily know what to do about him. Am I an asshole for waiting um, for later and I should do it now or am I an asshole for doing it now and I should just wait? So um, what would you guys do in this situation where you have to move away from a significant other? Would you go long-term relationship or end it now? Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay. Okay, what do we want to call? Wow. This and person? once again, 
it really just dawned on me that we have to do this. Uh, I know. I know. I, when we take breaks and then we come back and it, and we realize uh-huh. we have to do this again, it's yeah. always um, it's always tough. For okay, us. so he's moving. He's moving. He's um, been dating for two months. He's been dating for two months. Should he stay or should he go? Um, Who sings that? Song? <laughs> I'm not going to do a <laughs> no, real no, name. No, no, no. I, I almost no. did it. Did you see that? Like, yeah, yeah, addicted yeah. to using. Real you names. do. I know, and I'm. I I don't even have like a long walk from this. Um, what about like Rumpke as in dump truck? <laughs> is that no? It's a Wait, trash company. What is that? Not like national. Okay, never mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Uh, I oh, think trash. I just said like the Ohio trash waste company. management. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, waste. Um, wait, but that actually works because it's waste man. Great. Okay. Um, I don't really love like the implications, but listeners don't think about it too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't because we just don't have the time. There is no time. Because no we spend time. more time on this, we're not going to think of something better. And, I can't and wait you're going to gonna be mad. I can't wait for him to get, send us an update and be like, "Hi, this is waste management." <laughs> <laughs> okay, waste management. You got to dump <sighs> him now. Oh my god. I you mean, have to, you know you what you should do? You should him. play this voicemail, which I we sometimes suggest. But you saying he's fine, I like him, but not that much. It's like okay. Okay, well, then don't date. Don't date him. And don't date. I, like, I get, I actually think you think it'll be nicer to him if you wait until the move. I actually don't exactly know because he clearly knows you're moving. And right now Does he's he? on. Yeah, because I get, um, he doesn't want to break up with me. Oh, right. And so I think that to me, and, and correct us if I'm wrong on the Reddit or whatever, but. Uh, it sounds like you. He knows you're moving. Oh, he also says at the end, like, should I go long term relationship? Which I think he meant long distance relationship. Yeah, I think both. Um, like, turn it into something much more serious when you already aren't into someone when you're living in the yeah, same city yeah. as them, and saying even like, if you weren't moving, I would tell you to break up with this person completely. Like if you're not excited by this person and you're saying you're, you're unenthusiastic, close up. Imagine how unenthusiastic you'll be yeah. far away through Skype. You oh think, my god! You think this guy's personality is going to improve over Skype? You have to be so psyched to do long yeah, distance. No, long distance is so hard and Mm-mm. so annoying. And when you have your own life and the other person has their own life it's just like it it's only worth it if you're both like so psyched to be there yeah because it's a lot of work and i will say i will say here's the other here's the other pro about breaking up with him now instead of when you are gone because yes it will be i think it's harder to break up with someone face to face but here's the thing is there's always that sort of like aftershocks of breakups that everyone has to deal with and you don't want to be dealing with that via text while you're sort of settling back into a new place like it better like break up with him now He's going to like try and get, you know, you're going to have those weird like weeks afterwards where you're still like sort of sorting each other, having the posts more like, you know, figuring out like, can you still be friends? All that shit. Like, get that out of the way now so that by the time you're gone, you've got the clean break. You can start your life. You do not have the baggage on you. Yeah, you will just just resent each other if you do it, if you draw it out, no matter what. You should just do it now. Like, even even if you're going to go in six months or something you should still do it now because you clearly want to do that um why delay the inevitable when you could have fun in another city alone mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, um yeah have fun waste management <laughs> man waste management waste woman management 2020 <laughs> i wish okay <laughs> i wish my garbage man was a woman um <laughs> I'm gonna you read this. You won't believe my garbage 
Juliana is a woman. <laughs> Misha's been at home all day singing karaoke tracks. Oh my God. And you can tell. I tweeted this and I deleted up. it because it was too raw, but I really did. And I'll say it on the pod because I trust you all. JK, you will, as proven on Twitter, you will drag me. But um, I today was like singing along to a Celine Dion song. And I was like, I think I sound really good. And so I recorded myself singing along to the karaoke track because no. I was like, I need to know if this isn't, if this is just in my head or if I really do sound really good. Joel threw his head back laughing so hard at the idea of me pulling off the song that he hit his head on the corner of a wall. Concrete wall. I actually did sound oh okay. I will say I, I didn't sound amazing, but I sounded better than I thought I did. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, you know what? And on that, we should get to this next email. Yeah, time to give some more advice. Hi, <laughs> Joel and Mitra. I'm a 26-year-old lesbian and I've been at my job for a year. I love it and want to stay for the next few years at least. Here's the thing. Six months into my stint at this job, the owner of the company hired the hottest, milfiest 52-year-old Butch Dyke, who is also single, to be the boss. And since then, I have been obsessed with her. I'm super careful to keep it professional. However, she has an extremely flirty personality and I often find myself engaging in dangerously flirty convos with her. I've seen her flirt with some other women at the company too. We've also been to an art show together with her young daughter and my guy friend present. I really value my work and this job in particular. I would never want to risk it for some old pussy. God, the things I've had to... You should have read this. However hot and milky it may be, how do I crush this crush? I've been simply suffering for months and any advice would be highly appreciated. Um, I think we should name this person... Uh, no. <laughs> no, say it. No. Say it. We need to start. We need to start working. We need to start workshopping. It doesn't have to be the thing. Just start it. Okay, I'm starting with Georgia O'Keefe. Okay, because <laughs> it's old. And it's what? Pussy. Oh, and art show. Are old. And she did say art show. Um, oh, that's great. <laughs> I actually forgot no, that. No, but part. I mean, it can't obviously. It can't be. But that, I'm not. I'm. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm starting with Georgia O'Keefe, um, and then I'm passing it along to you to make it good. <laughs> Georgia. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking, and that's what I was afraid to say. (laughs) But you said it, so now we're Georgia Georgia (laughs) O'Queef. Oh, brilliant. And I felt shame, but you already had to say old pussy. Yeah, I did. did. (laughs) There's no love. I did. And that's where some of the old, the queefs come from because it's old and. Oh, you can't, because I was like, you can't admit that you sang karaoke solo to Celine Dion (laughs) and then pitch Georgia O'Queef. Like the lowest that I'm hitting. The lowest, the lowest, the lowest. Um, Um, I think you should fuck her. (laughs) I think it sounds really fun. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. Why not? You're 26. I don't know. Can you? Here's my thing. You want to stay for the next few years? Okay. Then whatever. Don't. Boring. But if you can get a new job like this, also, who knows? Maybe you'll hook up and it'll be fine. Or who knows? Maybe you'll hook up and then you'll like um, date and then you'll just disclose it professionally. Yeah. Because here's the thing I have to say if you hook up and it goes poorly, um, she'll get fired, not you. Just yeah, saying, she's, she's using her she power. would be put the one putting her her um, job on the line, and so I say, Hate. you fucking pursue this until she <laughs> is forced to go to HR. Oh hell yeah, yeah. I mean, there's you can't. Here's the thing: there's very little you can do to to quash a crush other than wait it out or fuck. Yeah, or like. Um, really spend some time trying to think about things that make this a bad person. Like, that's something that I'll 
I'll yeah. focus on the negative qualities and really try to build a case. I don't um, know. It's been six months though, so it doesn't I know, feel like it feels hot. It if it, it feels like six months, things would materialize that would make her a bad person, and I don't think anything has. Here's what I genuinely think: like, first of all, it takes two to make a dangerously flirty mm-hmm. convo. I feel like if this were me, I would probably just try to hang out with this person one on one and see if the vibes are mutual. Yeah. But be prepared to like fuck if you do that yeah. and deal with the consequences of that. Yeah. And you can also like it have does. a conversation with each other about it. But if you do want to hook up, like, yeah, you, whatever. I don't know. I'm feeling picky today. I, you are. <laughs> I think it's the Celine. Um, I would say too, I like, do, do. <laughs> I, my, my thing with this too is I think you bring it up as a joke. I think you sort of just like, I think you say things like, God, if you if only weren't my boss. And then she can be like, actually, according to HR at this particular company, um, there are no rules. <laughs> rules are there are no rules. Yeah. Who work in art? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you work. <laughs> Did she say? No. no okay. They just went to an art show with her daughter and a male friend. Oh, also, that's okay. So that's not hot. You want? I didn't realize her daughter. Yeah, she has a daughter. Why is that not hot? You don't think moms can be hot? No, but I'm just like hanging out with like a person and their kid. It, you need to be without the daughter. Yeah. So next, go to another art show, but one on one. Yeah. Get two tickets to something and be like, I have a ticket. Yeah, I know a lot of you are probably thinking, they're going to say don't fuck her because that's the thing to do. But today? Today I work from home. So we say, <laughs> <laughs> so work from home, Mitra says go for it. And I have to agree. I've been sort of uh, overpowered by this the, the vibe of work from home, Mitra. I know. Cookie, cookie, la, la, la. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got another voicemail. Let's listen to it. And I looked, and I just want to say, I've looked into the camera while I was singing the karaoke. <laughs> It is truly one of the most humiliating things that I've ever produced in my life. Do you life. have it? Yeah. Okay. Well, we should maybe play it at the end. I'm of not the there yet, okay. but okay. maybe we'll see. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but well, I was you like, said you sounded good. It's so, so raw. It's so, but it's like good for like. I thought it was going to sound really, really bad, and it sounded like okay. okay. So I was like, great. Honestly, right. I didn't hit. I didn't Subscribe to our miss Patreon. every note. I know. It's true. I'm like, there should be a prize for something. Yeah. Like. I don't subscribe know to our Patreon, you get 50 questions with Nora Jones and Mitra singing <laughs> to Celine Dion. But the Patreon costs a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, let's do the voice. <laughs> Hi, Joel and Mitra. Just want to say, love you guys. Flirty. Pod. Um, so I want to preface this situation um, by saying <laughs> I grew up in a very conservative household. Therefore, my demeanor is very innocent. So to those around me, I'm basically a goody-two-shoes. Um, like, if I say the word fuck, people are flabbergasted. But anyway, this situation started when, well, my boyfriend and I do these things called Friday Night Foxes where we stay home, drink a shit ton of alcohol, yes. watch Netflix, and just fuck all night. So <laughs> we decided um, okay. recently to spice things up to start filming ourselves. And during one of our little Friday night swings, um, I decided it was a good idea to <laughs> open Snapchat up, put on a cute little kitty cat filter, and record myself sucking my boyfriend's dick. Yes, queen. Um, and yes, you guessed it. And I posted it to my story, and six people saw it. I don't know which six people, because when I found out I posted it, I deleted that shit real fast. Um, so my question is, how do I get over the fact that I'm freaking mortified that this happened? 
I have people from work, people that I graduated with, friends that are on my Snapchat, and the fact that I don't even know which six people saw it just <laughs> terrifies me even more. I literally dream about this. I think about it all day, and I don't know how to get over this. So please, please, please help me. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Bye. Um. This is incredible. What do you want to name this person? Oh, I forgot because I was so um, yeah. wrapped up in uh, the every detail. Every detail of it. <laughs> I mean, Ooh. wait, what is it called? Friday night. Friday night box boxes. Friday night boxes. This is lazy, lazy thong all over again. I People know. I'm so scared. I'm really trying to listen so good now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do something maybe like goody um, goody two. Blue. Blue. Oh. <laughs> or Friday <blues>. Night Coxes. <laughs> Friday Night Coxes. But Coxes sounds like that bone. Coxes. Coxix, right? Coxix. Yes. So uh, maybe something with uh, uh, Snap. Snap. Um, snap. Uh, I don't know. I think Goody 2. Goody blue twos? Goody blue. Goody blue you. you. Goody blue you. Oh, whatever. Goody blue. <laughs> Bummer. Listen, listen, every week they're always bad, but we have been giving up earlier and earlier in the process, I find. This week especially, because I'm just like. I'm so tired. And I could not have more to give. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, I really. I just don't remember the last time I worked from home. And that's the theme of this episode is I worked from home. (laughs) (laughs) It really, wow. You guys should try it. Uh, (laughs) It was amazing. I I love it. I'm going to send you a picture of my living room. There's posted all over the wall. I look deranged. (laughs) Well, I I don't need to see a picture to know that just from this energy that I'm getting. Okay. Goody blue use. Goody blue use? Is that what we really decided on? It couldn't be. Uh, I think that's what we decided on. Goody blue use. Goody. (sighs) I just feel like we let her down, but. I know because she gave us such a good voicemail. She did give us a good voicemail. We'll come back to this. Yeah, maybe we'll decide. This This is a placeholder. This is a (laughs) placeholder. We've never done that before. We've never done that. But But I do feel we owe this person more than Goody Blue Blue Maybe we'll figure something out. We 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 ourselves cannot even remember a minute after we came up with it. At least they're like usually so, so disappointing Mm. that we can remember this one. It's just like not even a blip on the radar. Okay, fuck you. But we remember. But and we you know what Goody Blue you, and we forget it immediately. Wait, no, that was a full collaboration because you, I, I gave up. Okay, <laughs> but I think actually, you, once we listen back to this, people will know is you who said Goody Blue use. Um, um, okay. So, anyways, back to our question. Um, um, I actually think this is incredible, and I actually think that there's a good chance. I have to say to tell you, I think that a lot of people scroll through the Snapchat, and I think if someone saw this they would have said something. I think you would have known. I think so many people, and it sounds like you're a boring person to them or you present as a boring person because they don't know about Friday Night Fuckbox or whatever you do. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounds like because you have this image of a goody two-shoes, like people are shocked when you say fuck. I, I bet people, they're, because they have that image in your mind that there's like a cognitive dissonance and they were just like scrolling through Snapchat and didn't even 
because I don't know how you are when you scroll through people's stories, but I'm rarely paying that close attention. You know, I'm not really online. Uh, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> I will kill you. Sorry, I just like, usually like at this point in my life, I've kind of replaced um, social media with like meditation and like reading a book and pottery. The other and pottery that is true. But the other day, Joel and I did a show together, and I the only book title that I could think of in the moment was Atlas Shrugged, which is absolutely humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, an 1100 page book that I read so that someone would have a crush on me and he didn't nope. anyway um, yeah I like when I'm going through stories um, if I see a filter you know I'm out of there immediately yeah I, I don't care I, I don't think, see it yeah the filter definitely I sort of to like visually tune out um, it to doesn't me, like sound when I like saw it, kitty cat filter I was like you're in the clear because yeah. no one wants no to see one that shit and, I bet, yeah, and it's funny I, that you did it yeah I think <laughs> it's funny you did. Did. I also have to say that like there's another I think you there's a play here where you just post a front facing video on your Snapchat story for a day and just leave it up. And and all it says is you looking at the camera and going, who saw it? <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. I, I think was like, you just need you to ask like, people to come forward. I know six people saw the video. You know which video I'm talking six about. Six people saw it. Who Did you see it? Tell and me. just like leave cryptic videos like this for days and then people will come forward and then at least you'll know. Yes. Because if, if you need, need, need to know who, but also it's like, if here's the thing. It was your boyfriend's dick in there. Yeah. So I there's mean, nothing bad about what you did. Yeah. And you're definitely fine. I mean, all people saw of you was like your mouth Kitty and face. face. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like you want to disabuse people of this goody two shoes label. And this is a good way to do it. Yeah, I do have to say, like and I'll tell you off mic who it was. But one time I was at a party, like an after after party. It was like 430 in the morning and somebody accidentally two separate videos. He obviously meant to send it on DMs on Instagram story posted on Instagram DMs, um, him getting fucked by a non-out actor that everybody knows. And it was up for, I want to say, 17 minutes. And we were all calling him frantically, trying to get, like, truly frantic, frantic, frantic. It was, like, the most shocking thing I've ever seen. Just right there on. Not even close friend stories, like regular stories. And luckily for him, it was so late at night, so there weren't a lot of people who were awake. Most of the people who saw it were probably at the party. But, like, it was truly shocking. I have a video of it. I'll show you later. Actually, I don't know if I have it on the new phone. It's probably wrong. I shouldn't show you. <laughs> right. Don't. But, um, right. In quotes, don't. Well, yeah, I'll take off my. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't show me. <laughs> that would be bad. Anyways, bad. Um, <gasps> I think yeah, A, not as many people saw it as you thought or at least processed it. B, it could be get a funny on game. Cam, get on camera and say, who Did saw you it? see it? Did you see it? Okay, who saw Tell it? Tell me. Yeah. But it's okay. Um, it's like I feel like this happen like this happens to people. It's okay. Yeah. So are we gonna leave her with No Blue you? No. No, we couldn't. We mustn't. <laughs> but we don't We're have a lot of time. We have we still have other things to do, I feel like, but um, um Snapchat. What's there? Snapchat. <laughs> Kitty cat. Oh, Kitty cat. Uh, Snapchat. Watergate. Delete the Watergate. tape. Delete the tape. <laughs> um, um uh one night in Paris. One Filter, filter, uh, suck him, filter. Uh, all right, I guess we're not going to do you. Listen, we can't do it. <laughs> but but I hope that if this caller listens to this episode, they know how hard we tried to mm-hmm, do better. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. And it, we still ended up it's, at It's not about being you. funny. It's about really, really trying. trying. <laughs> and that's, that's a rule of thumb when it comes to comedy. 
Yeah. You don't have to be funny. You, you just, just have, have to really try. Really try hard. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one's an email. You read this one, and hopefully you'll have to say a bunch of slurs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that you did it. Um, okay. Dear Mitra and Joel, I have this problem. <laughs> okay. Long story short, my best friend is hotter than me. Oh, oh what did I write this email? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, I believe in my heart we are equally gorgeous fashionistas, but this seems not to be the case in the eyes of available men. Whenever we are out together, she is the one getting approached and chatted up, even when I thought I was the one making eyes across the bar. As stupid and shallow as this problem sounds, it sometimes really makes me feel like garbage and pick apart my body in a way I've never done before. I've tried really hard not to talk about this with her because I don't want her to feel weird or bad about being an absolute gorgeous seductress genius when we are out, but she's the number one person I confide in, so I'm not sure where to turn. I can't help but feel it makes sense she's get she's getting more attention since she's a size smaller than me, has better skin, and is better at flirting. But that's a bad mindset, and I don't want my dumb insecurities to come between us. Should I talk to her? Should I hold my tongue and try to get over what I'm feeling? Or should I accept my feelings as fact and try to change my body? Please help me. So what do we want to call this person? I was thinking about, like, <clears throat> like Velma. I was also thinking... Explain Velma. Sh- you know, because Velma and Daphne. Oh, okay. Because you know, I, I was thinking um, Velma Kelly, Roxy. Velma Kelly, Roxy. Oh, Pretty that's cool. actually good. That's it's actually a- good. And it can, and actually, it could, it, it could be. Um, that's actually perfect because I think you really do have a Velma Ke- Kelly, Roxy heart thing yeah. going on. Because I bet your friend is jealous of a ton of stuff about you that you are not aware of. And no, that is I just, a, that's the key of every, I think that's true in like every friendship. I will that's say. That's like very close. Wait, we have to decide. Are we really just going to call her Velma? I mean, it seemed to work for like two different things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, yeah. I'll, we're not firing on all cylinders, but we are having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. It is true. I was also thinking something about like garbage again, like waste man. No, because <laughs> she says she feels like garbage, but she's I not. Know. She's recycling. No, <laughs> that's not a good analogy either. Um. Um, I was thinking like, you know, um, fashionistas. I know fashionistas really. (laughs) How about Velma Maxinista? Velma Maxinista. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We keep getting worse. I know. Velma Maxinista. For how good I feel. I know. Compared to how bad we're doing. I actually, we this really is the have best. to feel bad. We really I have think to feel true. bad to come up with We good came names. up with some of our best names when we were both feeling like true ass. Yeah. And that's, you know, I guess it's really true. That's, yeah. Art, the best art is made in like the sort of like the fight, you know, when it's like. Yeah. When, when you've been mines. doing drugs on a cruise for four days yeah. and you like ate a bad salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is the best I felt all day. Okay. So Velma Maximista. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing also is that Velma Maxinista is like, <laughs> I think it's a great name. It's really fun to say. <laughs> Velma Maxinista reporting for duty. She's a spy. She's in a trench coat. She's wearing a beret and she looks right in a beret. First, first order of business, Velma Maxinista, get a beret. <laughs> what? I'm so worried that like, I'm literally crying right now. I'm having the time of my life and I'm so nervous that everyone's going to listen to this episode and be like, what the fuck has happened? There's a gas leak. Okay. Velma Maxinista. Velma Maxinista. I've been on both sides of this equation. Um, so I have a lot of empathy 
when I know <laughs> scream the word empathy. <laughs> oh, you know he really means that. He said it so loud. Um, but here's the thing, like I think that because I've been on the other I've literally I remember being at a uh, gay bar in suburbia and we were there were like seven people in this gay bar. My best one of my best friends Lex was with me and there was like one other guy in the bar and I got on grinder and the guy literally I could see him. It was an empty bar. I could see him message me on grinder. Hey, your friend's really cute. <gasps> Nightmare. I know. I was like, you. It was like bad enough to message, use a dating app in the bar that you were just like so clearly empty, but then to not even message me, but to message me about my friend, it was humiliating. And many situations like that have happened uh, all across my life. But I will say, I've, you know, now being who I am and hanging out with you, I know you feel on the opposite side of that spectrum a lot when <laughs> we go out together. Um, but no, I do. I know that I'm sometimes, you know, the on the other side of that. And I have a lot of empathy because I know what it's like to be on the other side. And I, I sort of know how I act differently. I like act more, I don't know. I'm aware of that. And I think like I sort of make adjustments so that my friends don't feel bad um, and sort of feel included and I'm just aware of it. So I think you just have to talk to her. And I think think if she's a close friend, she's not going to feel bad about it. I mean, she's not going to feel guilty about it in the way that I think you're worried she's going to feel guilty about it. No, I think making your friend aware of the way that you're feeling. And it, it sounds like you have a great friend and a great relationship with your friend. And it sounds like the way you describe your friend sounds like a friend that is very empathetic to how you feel. And she probably already feels you feeling a little jealous at that in those times. And I feel like you can talk to her about it and she can make more space for you when you guys go out together. Yeah, And it doesn't even sound like you are you're you sound like in a healthy way. You sort of understand your own feelings about this. You're not blaming her. You're not saying like she's doing X, Y, Z to make me feel bad. You understand that this is about you. Yeah. And you and so when you bring it up to her, frame it that way. Like this is not about you. There's nothing you can do necessarily to change being amazing. But I just want you to know that like sometimes when we're out, like this is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And like, listen, maybe there's not like an, a, an immediate adjustment she can make. But like her knowing that I guarantee you will make you both feel better. I, I I just guarantee you, like, you will, like, you know, she might still get the same amount of attention, but I think, like, her knowing that is not going to make her feel bad. It's just going to make her feel, like... She'll have more space emotionally empathy. for the yeah. way that you are feeling. Exactly. And then my other piece of advice is get a friend that's uglier than you. <laughs> and, start, and start hanging out with that person and so that you can sort of get a taste of well, what it's like to be... Uh, also, just, I mean, I think... I, I can't tell how, um, like, how jokey you were being because it's email, but obviously um, you don't need to worry. Like, I would never recommend, like, get over your feelings as fact and change no. your body. Like, no. I just yeah. want to address that. I don't know if it was you being, like, jokey, silly or real. Yeah, because, but- I mean, and we cannot harp on this enough, but, like... You can change a lot of shit about yourself, but, like, I don't think you're ever going to, like, it's never going to fix this dynamic you have with your friend until it's, like, sort of out in the open. Especially if it's being, if those changes are sort of predicated on your feelings of comparison with your friend. Like, it's just a bad avenue to go. I think this is such a relatable thing. I definitely have a significant number of friends that I feel this way about. And I think, um, I don't know, (laughs) like... It seems like you're a great friend and have a great personality and you're probably like 
Look, you're Velma Maxinista. You're Velma Maxinista. You're fucking cool. Okay? You're All right. Velma Maxinista. <laughs> With a name like Velma Maxinista. Maxinista. Oh, you're not going to be awesome yeah. and cool and hot? <laughs> Create that alter ego for yourself. Go out as Velma Maxinista. Wear a purple wig. That does, it really does, like, I've said this before on the podcast, but there are nights where I'm just like, tonight, I'm hot girl. And maybe that can be something that you employ. It's like when you yeah. go out with this friend, you are Velma Maxinista, at least in your head. I'm being, I am being like, <laughs> yeah, actually I know, serious, I know, I know. Where it's like, but just like, don't say that out loud. <laughs> don't say that you're Velma Maxinista, but know that you are Velma Maxinista yeah. when you go out and really be like, tonight I'm hot, confident yeah. Velma Maxinista. And I bet you'll have a little more fun. Yeah. <laughs> but talk to your friend. Talk to your friend. And and trust me, your friend's not going to pity you. Your friend's not going to do anything. Like, if she's as good a friend and as smart as a fucking genius as you say she is, which I doubt it, because if she's pretty, then... Pff. But, um... <laughs> Then that she'll get, then she'll completely under, like she'll, it'll be a healthy thing for you to do. So have that conversation and then tell us how it goes. Velma. Yes, Velma. Let's do our last voicemail. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, are we really here? Wow, we're, we're really, really here. here. We are really here. We're really here. We're really here. And you know, like we got, it was a long, road, <laughs> long and winding road, but we got here. <laughs> Vel, Velma, I almost said, I almost called Dana Velma. <laughs> I've said the name Velma Dana so many times that now it's the only name to me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Nutra and Joel, long-time listener, first-time caller, which is something I've always wanted to say. Congratulations. So my issue today is with work. Um, <laughs> I started a new job in August, and I cannot stand my coworkers. It is, they are so mundane, so boring. I can't have a conversation with them because I will start laughing because they're so ridiculous and absurd. And just to give you some context, um, last week my coworker came in because we both get in pretty early around 7 a.m. And she says to me, as if it's the most outrageous story she's ever told, as if it's never happened in the world before, she goes, you would not believe what just happened. I'm thinking, oh, my God, what happened? Is she all right? She's like, I went out to my car this morning, and there was frost on it. And I'm, I'm going, oh, okay, well, as if something else is there. And she just looks at me, waiting for a response. So I just start laughing, which she does not appreciate. But I just, I don't know how to respond to these. I don't know how to take them seriously. It's as if I'm in a parody of an office situation but it's just constant and it's real life and unfortunately it's professional setting so i have to be professional and laughing at them is not on the table so what do you have for advice to taking them seriously or just avoiding them i kind of work in a cubicle situation so i have to be around them but i don't know what to say when they talk to me because every conversation is like this all right thanks for your help Okay, here we go. Our last shot at this. Okay. And you know our episode titles are pulled from these names. I know. And so far, I don't know what he's going to pull. Well, it better be Velma Max. I mean, I hope so. Um, um, so here are my two thoughts. So okay. he he said, he didn't say, he said, um, <laughs> I'm in a parody of an office situation, but I thought of like, what would be a funny, the office parody mm -hmm. and like a name from the office parody. And then he also said cubicle, which makes me think of Dilbert. Um, and so I was thinking sort of like, um, so that's it. She, <laughs> hey, Hey, <laughs> 
I, okay, <laughs> listen. Today, today, I'm the mean one. <laughs> Actually, I kind of feel like this guy's coworker when he tried when she tried to tell him an interesting story and he laughed at her like an asshole. Um, um. Okay. Uh, so, oh yeah. So let's hear it. Um, let's hear your fucking Dwight great idea. Dwight because he's making fun of his fucking coworkers. <laughs> Dwight Brute? Yeah. Thoughts? Because yeah. my first choice was Dwight Groot for no reason. Dwight. I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. I, don't know what I mean, Groot it's is. certainly better than Dwight Groot. I don't know what the, I don't know what the, I was thinking. <laughs> Dilbert, Dilhurt. Oh, we're not done yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Did I? Is that really what you want to leave them Um, on? Dwight Rude. Dwight Rude. Rude Bert. Okay, so we're going with here. Here, you know, here's a fun exercise. Sound off. We're gonna go with Rude Bert. Was that? That was what you said, right? That was one of the last suggestions that I offered. Or Dwight Rude, and you can sound off, (laughs) listeners. Which one do you like better? <laughs> um, Great. So, um, I okay. So, listen. I've worked many day jobs with people that are both boring and have bad personalities, and you just have to create a game for yourself in your head, a little bingo card, and then reward yourself for putting up with it every time <laughs> they mention something. You know kids or something that's boring to you. I mean, quite honestly, I think um you need more compassion. I that is kind of how I feel. I'm somebody who I've had a million office jobs. Like all of high school was office jobs, all of college was office jobs. Okay, I, wow. So I worked food service, sort of blue collar. <laughs> well I also worked food service. So <laughs> one of my office jobs was running a dining hall. So Okay. <laughs> um but I think these are like people with lives. I think if you ask more questions, then you will find that there are people who are cooler than you would think, funnier than you think. You are definitely going to find some of in every job you will find incredibly boring people. I exclusively have boring stories that I tell. Every mm-hmm. story I tell yeah, on this podcast is so boring. Mm-hmm. And yet, (laughs) you listen. And yet. And I guarantee if we worked in an office together, you would hate every story. And sort of, you can do sort of what I do with Mitra, which is challenge them. Challenge your coworkers. (laughs) Challenge your coworkers to be better. Sort of blind them with your own brilliance. I actually loved, um, one thing that I did a lot when I worked at like startups with boring people is I would just, um, you tell your stories. If you've got such fucking interesting life, you tell your stories, regale them with your crazy life. Cause then you become the guy in the office who's like, Oh my God, he's so crazy. Yeah. He's so crazy. Joel did XYZ. That's, that's what it was. And like, they love it. And then you get to be a little bit of a narcissist. Cause everybody will come and be like, what did you do? So what happened this weekend? Yeah. Dwight rude. <laughs> and rude Bert. Rude Bert. I know they're going to vote for Rude Bert. <laughs> well, it's worse. So I think that people. Ah! <laughs> How is Rude Bert worse than Dwight Rude? Because Dwight Rude at least is like Dwight, Dwight Schrute. Dwight Schrute doesn't. Schrute doesn't rhyme with Rude. It's close enough. Rude Bert is better. I think it is because I think it is worse. No, you're so rude. You're being a real Rude Bert. I'm being a Rude Bert. And you're being Dwight Rude to me. <laughs> 
And on this chilling note. <laughs> no, yeah. So what are we leaving? I say, I say, if you are so interesting, then prove it to them by talking massively about your interesting life. Yes. And um, I think and that'll inspire them and also sort of solidify you as the most interesting person in the office. And another legit thing that I think is worth trying is figuring out who has the gossip mm. and really like one thing that I love to do on the internet and I've done it a couple times and I'll probably do again soon is I like to just ask for gossip and people just DM me with their gossip. Wow. And I'm like, don't tell me any like important. Don't give me like first and last name, but just be like, people will just be like my, I just found out my cousin um, stole from my aunt or whatever. And it's always just like, it's so interesting. Yeah. It's so sad to think. I feel like you just have to be asking questions. Like if you are curious, yeah. you will be rewarded. And she's just, she's probably just nervous because she can tell that you hate her and she's yeah. trying to think of an interesting story and blanking. So just ask questions. And you started, yeah, it's like you're still relatively new. I think, yeah, ask questions. Um, and then also just like, I don't know, you can't laugh. Like if you're laughing that at them in a rude, there's a way to laugh at somebody in a way that's like not rude. And it sounds like you were doing it in a rude way. And I think almost like he, you could call this a, person Dwight Rude or Rupert. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Sound off. Sound off. Sound off. I can't wait to hear. Oh, I can't Watch, wait. No, oh, and can't wait. people have already turned off the podcast. I, I, <laughs> for, not, for our sakes, I hope that you are it. done. You are out they of have here. Not when we when end. we fought about something and then wanted you to become a part of it, when mom and dad got in a fight and then tried to involve the kids, I hope you turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's it. I also on the subject of naming. I also um, I just remembered to the to the f- friend of the pod who emailed and said they wanted to start a fan Instagram account a la Truth Sloots um, and, and Rules of Culture that um, Culturistas and NC Treatment have. We love um, that idea but she, she, you did ask us to, you asked us You asked us what to you should a name, name it, for it, which, which is so crazy. I immediately took a screenshot of the email. Did not respond to you, but I sent it to, and I'm to Mitra. But here's the thing, we had to discuss it live on the pod yeah. because what were you thinking? Have you listened to the podcast? I Do you want us couldn't to with imagine, like how could you capture our <laughs> process of naming callers it's so bad i mean so I, at this bad. point i think you should call it rude bert <laughs> at this point i think you should call it dwight rude <laughs> the um, least interesting thing that we've ever done in the podcast uh-huh. is have this fight but uh yeah um, yeah go for it you um, name it whatever you, you name want, it whatever you want because um, it will be better than whatever you know you should call it lazy thong <laughs> <laughs> whatever what are fans gonna be called the lazy thong. The lazy thong. <laughs> no, no, it couldn't be. It can't be that. It can't be that. Um, but I'm gonna, right. you know what? We're we're gonna have merch, and it's just gonna be droopy, droopy <laughs> thongs. Whatever size it is, you need to get a bigger size, and it will just be. You want a thong that's droopy, droopy. droopy well, you know it'll just be droopy. long in the crotch, like very, like two feet long in the crotch. <laughs> I'm proud. All right. Well, if you okay. want to call and get some advice, you can call us at three two three 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 four zero three seven one, or email us at urgentcarepod at gmail Come. We love your calls. Updates. We love your updates. If you think we answered somebody's question incorrectly, go ahead and correct us. Yeah, and we'll Ooh, decide if we're uh, feeling strong we'll enough to play it on the pod. <laughs> um, follow, um, rate and review us. I will oh, say, yeah, please rate and review. Um, you've really course corrected some of the nasty reviews at the beginning. Um, and we're grateful, but for we that. would love to hit a thousand reviews, and we're at six hundred almost now. So that's cool. I would like to get to a thousand. We're so grateful that you listened to us. Yeah. Thank you, producer Dana. Thank you, Dana. Thank you, Sam. Sam, who has been so mad about this, he's left this, the booth. 
several times. He hates this. And I wish you could see he's acting. He's, he's acting, acting in the booth and we love it. He's acting. And thank you, Chelsea. Yeah. Thank you, Chelsea. Um, thank you, July. Thank you, Colin Anderson. Thank you. Um, you know, thank you, everyone here at Earwolf. I want to say thank you to everyone who works in this building. And, and I'm in my car at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Thanks, bye. Joel.